It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Steve Ducey. I'm Sandra Smith. I'm Jimmy Fallon. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, January 12th, 2024. I'm John Saucier. American and British military strikes carried out against the Houthi rebel group in Yemen this week signal a new development in what has been a hot zone since the Israel-Hamas war broke out. These rebels have been harassing shipping and military assets in the Red Sea, and the Americans and Brits have had quite enough of it. Will these major military strikes be enough to deter them from continuing? These Houthis are pretty wild. They, they do not have any uh, guardrails. They do not have, not have any parameters. And Iran seems to like that idea. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. President Biden saying this week that attacks by Iranian-backed Houthi rebel group in Yemen have caused some 2,000 ships to skip past using the Red Sea. The U.S. and U.K. got together on this one and blasted Houthi targets in Yemen. A strong message by two strong nations, but is this only the start? The Houthi rebels are a group that have taken over just about 80 uh, percent of Yemen and in real civil war with the uh, with a former government there. Uh, that has been going on for several years. That's quite involved. We're speaking today with Fox News senior foreign affairs correspondent Greg Palcott based in London. You got Saudis on one side, Iranians on the other sides backing up the Houthis, but it's been a bit calm in the last uh, uh, 10 months or so. But uh, the Houthis changed all that in the last two months. They decide, remember, the Houthis are backed by Iran. They decided to get involved in, in the middle of the Israel-Hamas war. That is, they decided to side with Hamas and do what they could do best, use Iranian uh, uh, missiles, uh, drones, uh, ballistic missiles, cruise missiles, you name it, to cause havoc in the, the Red Sea shipping lanes. They, they tried to hit Israel a few times early on in the conflict back in October, but the Israel defenses were too good. So they decided to, to hit ships that were going by them a little closer to home, and it's been uh, quite a remarkable disruption of global shipping. I mean, they have hit something like 27, 28 uh, ships, or at least, I should say, attacked 27, 28 ships in, in the last two months. And and halted uh, travel for uh, a lot of the major transport companies there. And uh, they have said they're doing this uh, in alliance with Hamas against Israel, against uh, the United States. And uh, they're pretty strong about what they're saying, John. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal, too, because a lot of these big shipping containers that go through the Red Sea, they're now being rerouted all the way around the Horn of Africa. So we're talking about more days, more money. And this is set to affect prices in the United States, but also you have the lives on the line, too, of these commercial vessels and whatnot. So big deal there. So this has been happening. These Houthi rebels have been harassing Red Sea shipping, which obviously is a problem for the U.S., Great Britain and others. How did we and Britain respond last night? 
Well, uh, just a run-up to that, uh, John. Uh, the United States, Britain, and uh, our other allies have been trying to do it diplomatically. They brought it to the UN Security Council. They released uh, an international statement with about 50 country signees saying this has got to end. Uh, but uh, in the last couple of days, they've been acting up again. They've been actually, uh, a few days ago, clashing with U.S. and U.K. military vessels and basically that was the last straw for the Pentagon. They said uh, they are basically uh, making fools of us, so we've got to do something. But we did warn them, right? We absolutely did. We In the U.N. Security Council, in these international statements, there were warnings that uh, they have to stop or else. Basically, uh, the, the U.K. defense minister here two days ago said, watch this space. And the space was last night. We saw a major, major assault by the, the United States and Britain against a variety of targets uh, on the mainland of Yemen. That's important, John. It wasn't just knocking out uh, 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 drones and missiles in the sky as uh, the United States, along with Britain and other uh, naval allies, have been doing for the last several weeks. They hit mainland targets, 16 locations, uh, uh, 60 uh, places where uh, the Houthis were sending missiles uh, out, uh, where they were sending drones out, storing weaponry, uh, producing weaponry, and uh, causing a lot of damage, according to the Pentagon, John. Tomahawk missiles launched from submarines, fighter jets, drones, the American and British militaries throwing the kitchen sink at Houthi rebels in Yemen this week and say they're ready to do it again if the Iranian-backed group continues to target Western shipping and military assets in the Middle East. Fox's Greg Polakot spoke with the British foreign minister on this issue and is also speaking with us about major military escalation in the Middle East. We've got much more coming your way next. And it wasn't just the United States involved in this, the UK standing side by side with us, as they usually do. And Greg, you actually spoke to the British foreign minister recently, David Cameron. What were his thoughts of what's going on with the Houthis, but also with the Middle East as, just as in a whole? Yeah, he was he was pretty strong. We spoke to him early the, this morning. Uh, we got the call from the Foreign Office and say, hey, David Cameron, former prime minister, current foreign secretary, would like to speak to you. He wanted to get the message out. I, I think they do not want to hide this under a bushel. They are allied with the United States, and they sent uh, jet fighters from uh, their bases in, in, in Cyprus, and also they launched drones from another location that hasn't been specified, and they've been hitting these Houthi targets as well. Uh, Foreign Secretary uh, Cameron uh, was very strong, uh, saying basically what uh, the United States, what President Biden, others have been saying, but in very, very strong terms, that this is a signal, this is a message, this is a a sign to the Houthis that they have to uh, cease and desist. They send a very clear message that these attacks on shipping in the Red Sea are unacceptable. Military action should always be a last resort, but I think it's very important to back your words with action. He was uh, very also detailed about the fact that Iran is so much behind the Houthis. They are, as I've said, a malign influence in that they back the Houthis, they back Hezbollah, they back Hamas. So we know about their influence. Uh, We have given them very clear message about what needs to happen. That has not been heeded, and that's why we've taken these steps today. That they are supplying them with uh, weaponry. They're supplying them with intelligence. There's an Iranian ship 
ship in the Red Sea feeding real-time uh, information on uh, shipping to the Houthis. And once again, David Cameron uh, said that uh, the malign, that was his uh, adjective, the malign influence of Iran, not just uh, in Yemen with the Houthis, but also the other proxies in, in the region, that is Hamas uh, doing battle with Israel in, in, in Gaza, with the Hezbollah in northern Israel and, and Lebanon and with other uh, uh, militias aligned with Iran and Syria and in uh, Iraq uh, hitting uh, both U.S. and U.K. Uh, military uh, installations there. Uh, basically, he said his line was pretty much enough is enough, John. Yeah, Craig, and I think that's a big factor in this story. I mean, you mentioned that you've got the U.S. and U.K. military actually handing targets within the territory of Yemen. Obviously, a big deal there as well. But the fact that Iran is so closely linked to the Houthis, they've been supplying them weaponry all throughout this long and terrible civil war that's been going on in Yemen. On the other side, you have the United States. We've been selling bombs to Saudi Arabia to use against those rebels for years now. So both of these superpowers have stakes here. But I'm just wondering if this might provoke Iran even further? Because obviously the Houthis are going to try and hit back at the United States now. And if they're getting these weapons from Iran, it's just a very complicated and very scary issue as well. What do you think the Houthis are planning now? I mean, we've got a lot of military assets the United States does in the Middle East, as does Great Britain. You mentioned some of the things they use. Are they bracing for uh, another retaliation from the Houthis after this? Well, the immediate reaction, John, from the Houthis was, uh, we, we will respond. We will respond not just in kind, but uh, stronger than we're doing it before. And just about uh, a couple hours ago, we, we got a new report that yet another uh, uh, missile had been fired in the direction of a ship going off the coast. So it, it seems like the Houthis... Uh, you know, we've been covering the region a lot for the last couple of months. We've been up close, for example, with Hezbollah and northern uh, and northern Israel and, and southern Lebanon. And uh, there is a back and forth, but there is a kind of a controlled back and forth with, shall I say, these institutional terror groups or militant groups. But these Houthis are pretty wild. They, they do not have any uh, guardrails. They do not have, not have any parameters. And... Iran seems to like that idea. Iran, according to just about everybody I know who I talk to, does not want to get in a full-on head-to-head war with the United States, as, of course, the United States doesn't want either. But they are very happy to see these proxy groups, including uh, the Houthis, make as much trouble as possible, up to, but not including, maybe, at the moment at least, full-scale war, John. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, why would they attack us directly when they can pay off other rebel groups to do it? I mean, it just makes complete sense. And I think this is also a big point of that Iran nuclear deal that was struck. The the United States wanted to get Iran to stop supplying weapons and money to these proxy groups. That didn't happen. That was part of the reason why former President Trump pulled the U.S. out of that deal. And I think we're seeing some of that play out now as this war in Israel happens against Hamas. But some of these other groups aligned with Hamas are taking their own action, which we are seeing, and Greg, that you are reporting on very well. We appreciate the insight, Greg, as always. Have a fantastic weekend, and thanks for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Thank you, Jeff. 
You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.